Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Defend the Hill podcast. This podcast is dedicated to capturing the stories of former Oak Hill High School athletes, coaches, and support personnel. Each week, we sit down with a guest to hear their stories and to also take a moment to highlight a historical Oak Hill Team of the Week. We thank all the sponsors that allow for this show to happen. Today's episode is made possible by our friends at Compass Ministries. Today's episode is sponsored by Compass Ministries. Whether it is Compass Family, Compass Community, Compass College Stage Ministry, or Compass Worship, our desire is to provide events, resources, and opportunities that will introduce, strengthen, and empower you to make Jesus Christ the main focus of every aspect of your life. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram at CompassJN146 or join us for Compass Worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the Roseburg Event Center. All right, we got a great show lined up for you today with Janae Moffitt as our guest. Janae is one of the most accomplished athletes in Oak Hill history, and I'm looking forward to hearing her story. Before we get to our conversation with Janae, it's time to highlight our Agri-Green Team of the Week. But before we get to our guest, it's time to highlight our Agri-Green Team of the Week. We thank Agri-Green for sponsoring our Team of the Week each episode as we highlight a historical Oak Hill team. The AgriGreen team has a passion for all things farming and farm management. AgriGreen has fun doing what they do and believe their services and products are practical and make their customers money. They use practical agronomy with years of experience and data as the basis to drive seed selection, fertility recommendations, and chemical and input programs for each individual farm. They can also help you with your land ownership goals and management needs. Visit AgriGreen.com to find out more. That's A-G-R-I-Green.com. This episode's Agri-Green Team of the Week is the 1970 Oak Hill football team. This team finished 9-0 and won the Mid-Indiana Conference. They were coached by legendary head coach Jim Law, assistant coaches Lou Snyder, Jack Kiefer, and Dennis Holmes. Captains of the team were Gary Dedeker, Jay Hayes, and Monty Tao. This team was so special, they were inducted into the Grant County Sports Hall of Fame. There was no playoffs during this era, and Oak Hill finished ranked number 12 in the final state Associated Press poll. Elkhart High School was awarded the state championship that year. For the season, Oak Hill, they scored 394 points and only gave up 7. That's an average of 43 points a game against 0.77 for the opponents. It was the top defense in the state of Indiana. Looking at the schedule and results of that 1970 football team, they opened the year by beating Madison Grant 63 to nothing. They went on in week two to beat Lewis Cass 31 to zero, followed by North Miami, which they won 53 to zero. They beat McConaughey 24 to nothing, Northwestern 48 nothing, Eastern 17 to nothing. They beat Southwood 59 to seven. That was the one touchdown they gave up on the year. They finished the season by beating Western 53-0 and Eastbrook 46-0. Some additional highlights on the season. During that Northwestern game, Oak Hill gave up zero first downs on defense. They set a school team record of 24.6 yards per punt return. Mark Miller was the main return guy for the year. Kicker Frank, Frank Connor set a school record with nine field goals that season. Dennis Gray set a season and career record for kickoff return average. Frank Connor averaged over 53 yards per kickoff, which set a school record and lasted 38 years. 
The team gave up only 341 rushing yards all season. Jay Matchett, Mike Tribbett, Dave Shellen all had defensive touchdowns with Shellen returning three interceptions for touchdowns. Mark Miller led the balanced rushing attack with 787 yards. Gary Dedeker was the leading receiver with three touchdowns. And quarterback Monty Tao led the team in touchdowns with 13 on the season. Jay Hayes was Oak Hill's first All-State football player that year and was selected as a first-team offensive tackle and played in the North-South All-Star game. Frank Connor was also honored in Sports Illustrated magazine for his state record of four field goals in a single game. Again, your 1970 Oak Hill football team is this week's Team of the Week. Don't forget that each week you have a chance to get involved in our show with our Milk and Honey Trivia Question of the Week. Here's a quick word from our good friends at Milk and Honey Coffee Company. Each episode, our good friends at Milk and Honey Coffee Company are sponsoring a trivia question of the week. The first person to visit Milk and Honey with the correct answer will win a free drink, any size, any flavor. Milk and Honey Coffee Company is a coffee shop serving locally roasted coffee, baked goods, and lots of love. Located in the heart of Converse, Indiana, Milk and Honey is a proud supporter of the Oak Hill community. Stop in to see Bridget Boswell and the crew Monday through Friday from 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 to 10 a.m. Don't forget that the first person to tell the Milk and Honey staff the correct answer of this week's trivia question will receive a drink of their choice, any size and any flavor. Visit Milk and Honey at 202 North Jefferson Street in downtown Converse today. Okay, the Milk and Honey trivia question of the week is, how many regional championships have the Oak Hill girls basketball program won? Again, the question, how many regional championships have the Oak Hill girls basketball program won? If you know the answer, stop into Milk and Honey. The first person to give the correct answer to the staff will win a free drink, any size, any flavor. Sponsoring today's guest portion of the show is Meadowmere Meats. As a local farm and meat supplier to the Grant County area, Meadowmere Meats is proud to offer high-quality premium meats to our community. Once you taste the difference, you will understand the value in choosing only Meadowmere Meats to fill your freezer. Visit MeadowmereMeats.com to place your order. Once again, that website is MeadowMereMeats.com. Visit Meadowmere Meats today. And we thank Meadowmere Meats for sponsoring today's guest. Like I said before, Janae Moffitt is our guest this week and is one of the most accomplished athletes in Oak Hill history. A big overview of her athletic credentials include multiple sectional and regional championships in the high jump. She won the state championship in high jump as a sophomore and as a senior. She was voted Miss Indiana track and field her senior year. She set a school record in the high jump and the 400-meter dash. She went on to compete at Purdue University, where she was a three-time All-American. She holds the third-best all-time indoor high jump at six feet and a half inch. She also is the fourth all-time in outdoor high jump with a jump of 5'11 and a half. She was voted the Women's Big Ten Freshman of the Year in 2016. She was indoor Big Ten champion and an outdoor Big Ten champion. For her graduate season, she transferred to Indiana Wesleyan, where she won the 2021 NAI Outdoor National Championship in high jump. Ladies and gentlemen, Janae Moffitt. Well, Janae, that's quite a resume. You were able to accomplish so much during your time at Oak Hill, at Purdue, and at Indiana Wesleyan. 
All right, Janae, so you grew up in an athletic family. Your father played professionally for the Green Bay Packers in football, and your mother was a national champion in high jump in college at Azuzu Pacific. Your brother, Michael, set the Oak Hill High School high jump record and then also won a national championship at Indiana Wesleyan. So talk a little bit what it was like growing up in such an athletic family. Um, it was it was honestly really great. Um, it was not that intense. I think a lot of people think that, you know, we're – our, my family's diehard, live, breathe sports, um, but it really wasn't like that. My parents were very supportive of whatever what we wanted to do. There wasn't any pressure. Um, my, both my parents have a lot of, um, you know, medals and memorabilia from their sports, but they really never brought it out. Some people would ask, sometimes, sometimes we would ask and they would tell us their experiences, um, but it was really very laid back and, you know, they were really supportive, always came to our events for whatever it was. Um, and overall, it was just a really nice experience. They were 100% fine with whatever we wanted to do, sports-related or not. So what were some other things that you were interested in growing up? Um, I was actually a really big fan of gymnastics growing up. I, I did that um, for a couple of years in school, I think from like second to sixth grade. And that was like my favorite thing for a really long time. Um, so... I don't, I think people, that's probably odd because I'm so tall now, but, um, and that probably wouldn't work out. Um, but yeah, that was something I was really into. I was also a big kind of science nerd as well. <laughs> so I loved microscopes and doing weird experiments around the house and, you know, everybody was very supportive, but they were like, what are you, what are you doing over there? And I'm like, you know, just looking in a Petri dish, putting some weird stuff in here. And stuff. Some, that was some... a little natural fun phase. yeah some natural curiosity there did you have you know when you did gymnastics or when you did some other sports were you highly competitive as a young kid i i definitely was not on the outside it didn't look like it from the outside i was very quiet and reserved um but i did not like to lose even from a very young age i did um i think ballet when i was six or something and i stopped doing ballet because i don't remember this but my parents tell me all the time um I said, because you can't win at ballet. So, <laughs> so I decided to do another sport that was a little more fast-paced, a little more competitive. Um, but, yeah, so I was I was very competitive from uh, a young age, definitely. So at a young age, you're trying out different sports. You're getting exposed to different things. You're, you're enjoying what you're learning in the classroom. When did you start mm-hmm. getting serious about high jump and expressing an interest in that sport specifically? Um, so I started in sixth grade. Um, it was funny because I remember that summer I was just debating if I should do soccer or track. So I decided, um, I just came to my mom and I was like, would you teach me on high jump? And she kept it very calm on the outside, but apparently she was like so excited and just like, she went to the bathroom and just like burst into like a happy dance. That's what she tells me. Um, but so I started in sixth grade. Um, and then I did basketball in middle school. Um, as well, just like seventh and eighth grade, but I decided to just focus on track when I got um, to my freshman year. Um, so that was, and then I did a, a random little stint in volleyball my junior year. Um, but yeah, so, so high school is when I really kind of started to take it more serious. Yeah, so let's talk about your Oak Hill High School experience. Your freshman year in track and field, you finished seventh at the state championships. What was your expectations going into that year? Um. I honestly, I wasn't expecting to necessarily make it to state. That was just kind of like, I mean, I, I guess I thought I maybe had a chance. Um, 
but by the time I got there, I was, I think I was, I was a little bummed. I was definitely hoping to do, um, better. Cause I, I think I had jumped a little bit higher than what I jumped there. Um, I remember my hand, like my hand hit the bar, which had never happened. I was so disappointed. Um, but yeah, I think I was just, honestly, I was just happy to be there for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Before high school. So going back, did you have a competitive circuit that you started jumping uh, at the junior high level, there's junior high meets, but were you doing any kind of AAU circuit? I wasn't. Um, no, I only competed during the school year and then just had my summers off to do whatever. Okay, so this freshman year at Oak Hill then was your first real experience with competitiveness uh, You know, at the high school level, and you went mm-hmm. and had a great year. You finished seventh at state. Besides your mom, who was a three-time NAI national champion in the high jump, did you have anybody else? that was influential on your high jump uh, learning and just the training methods of high jump early on that freshman year? Um, my mom was definitely the main, the main person. Um, Cause my, my brother who's also, you know, a great high jumper. He, um, I guess he, yeah, he was jumping by that point. Cause we, he was a senior when I was a freshman. And so um, he was definitely someone I looked up to as well. Um, and we loved practicing together. We loved competing with each other. And he was always really helpful too and giving me some good advice and, um, you know, just breaking things down a different way. So I think my mom and my brother were definitely um, great influences for me. So that freshman year, that state championship meet where you finished seventh, talk about your nerves that you had on that big stage. Oh my gosh, I was insanely nervous. Honestly, I... I, even like when I was in college, high school, college, you know, I would always get so nervous before meets in general. Um, but I was terrified, I think is the best way <laughs> to describe it. <laughs> you know, it was at that point, it was definitely my biggest meet. Um, and I just felt, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself, I think. And so, you know, I'm, I'm an anxious person anyways. And so I, just didn't even know what to do. I was probably just shaking and it was raining. So the weather wasn't that great either. So I was cold and it was, it was so nerve wracking for me. So other than the high jump, your freshman year, were you competing in any other events? Um, I did in the regular season. I did the 400 and the four by four. Those are my three uh, main events. Okay. Well, going into your sophomore year then, you are coming off a freshman year where you finished seventh at the state championship. What changed for you in the offseason, or what kind of developments did you make going into your sophomore year? Um, so actually, that was kind of a good transitional moment for me that summer because I went to Daegu, Korea for the International Children's Games um, that summer, and I got the silver medal in the high jump. Um, so I think at that point, it was kind of like, oh, I could really, you know, like go somewhere with this, maybe. Um, that was my first international competition, and it was a very eye-opening experience. Um, so in my sophomore year, I feel like is really when I hit my stride for just a lot of um, improvement that happened that kind of put me up to the next level. Yeah, and that improvement definitely paid off at the state championship that year as you brought home the individual high jump state championship. Talk to me about that day down in Bloomington. 
that that was probably one of my favorites, I think, overall, um, because it was so unexpected, I think, for me and everyone else, um, especially because I had gotten seventh um, the year before. So that's kind of a, a big leap for, for one year. Um, no pun intended there. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that meet, I, I was a lot more relaxed that year than I was the year before. Um, but I did still feel the, feel the pressure because I think I had PR'd, um, the regional meet just before that. And I think I jumped five, nine and then I ended up PRing, I think at the state meet and jumping five, 10. So that was the first time I jumped that height as well. Um, but I'm still very, very nervous at per usual. Um, but I had a little more confidence and I was having a lot more fun. And I remember, um, right before I was about to jump my five, 10 jump, um, and like, and make it, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, I got this. And I was just like, well, and I wasn't that confident, but I was like, let's just see what happens. And then just went and cleared it. And it was, I was shocked. <laughs> and then I'm sure coach Brunner and your teammates that were down there were supporting you and just going crazy after that five ten jump as well. Yes. There are lots of screams. I could not believe it. You know, everyone was just surprised. I think they all knew I probably could make it. They probably they thought I could more than I could. Um, but yeah, so much support. It was a really such a fun day. So you win a state championship your sophomore year. Going into your junior year, expectations are to repeat, right? That's the expectations. You're going to win mm-hmm. another state championship. Were you able to do any uh, international meets or national level meets uh, between your sophomore and junior year? Um, I didn't do any um, that year or that summer or anything like that. Um, it wasn't until the summer before my senior year that I did my second um, international competition. So talk to me about your junior year. You have a lot of success winning sectional and regional once again, and then you get down to the state championship meet. What do you remember most about that junior state championship meet day? Um, I was very sad at the end <laughs> <laughs> um, when I got second. And I, I think, you know, I felt bad because I felt like I, you know, I let people down because I'm like, well, I won. I was supposed to win again. You know, you always want to, you know, do your best, obviously. And, um, you know, there were definitely tears at the end. I did feel more pressure than, um, than ever before, I think, just because, you know, there was all this hype around it and, you know, I had all these interviews and I was like, people were expecting it. And so, you know, it was just, it was, it was pretty sad. I was definitely pretty sad for a couple of days, but, you know, I was like, it's just to me, I'll just, you know, you shake it off, move on. I'm not, I try not to be a big dweller on anything, but yeah, it was, it was a sad day, (laughs) which it shouldn't have been because second is still, there's nothing wrong with second, but in the grand scheme of things, I think I was I was still pretty sad. Yeah, you're highly competitive. I mean, you should have been happy. You're the second happiest female high school high jumper <laughs> in the state of Indiana. But uh, right, obviously right. not being able to go back to back and having those expectations would have been tough. Talk to me about the competition that you experienced. Um, go, go ahead and through sophomore, junior, senior year. Who were some of the girls or, or track programs throughout the state that produced the best jumpers? I'm trying to remember. Um, I feel like it's all a blur. I'm remembering like some like colors of uniforms, but honestly, there was <laughs> it's, it was kind of hard uh, to remember. I do remember there was a girl from maybe Center Grove or something, um, and we were. I think we were both fresh. We both 
went to state as freshmen and I think we were both there every year. And so I distinctly, I remember her and we were all always kind of close to each other. I don't remember her name, unfortunately. Um, but I can't, honestly, I can't really remember like if I had any rivals, I'm sure I did. I remember there was a girl in purple <laughs> that um, was always really close to me. But for the life of me, I can't remember any of the school names, which is kind of crazy. Well, that's what happens when you usually win. People, I bet you are the rival for so many of those girls. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So going into your senior year now, you talked about you had some national level competitions going into that senior year. So talk about that. Yeah, so that was quite an interesting experience. Um, The summer before... I made the youth Olympic team for high jump um, track and field. And um, it was in Nanjing, China. So I actually left. I had to leave the day school started. And so I was gone for like the first 16 days of school. I had to get all my, um, I did all my homework, like the two weeks of homework I'd missed that summer before I left. So I was trying not to, you know, fall behind or anything. Um, But that was, that was a, crazy experience it was great and stressful and just a lot of growing (laughs) I would say a very chaotic um, experience but I would not change it I would not um, do anything differently I think well maybe after the actual competition day was a bit rough (laughs) Um, but I definitely learned a lot just like when it comes to like people teammates being on a team with different kinds of people um and you know in it was really really difficult because you know in china they there's a lot of stipulations and regulations on things and so they were very particular on what you could and couldn't have and i the the coaching was not my mom was there actually um not on staff but she was able to coach me while i was there thank goodness um but i felt like the organization wasn't as great as it could have been on some of our coaches' parts. And so there were things that I really wish I would have had, like the correct measuring tape because everything was in, you know, metrics. And, you know, they go through your backpack. They took all everything out of my backpack, like anything I had. They, we had to use their tape, and it could only be so long. And we could only have two pieces, and we couldn't have tape measures. We couldn't have anything else. And so that was kind of jarring to have everything just kind of taken out of my backpack right before I'm about to compete. And then I did, really didn't have what I needed and my step was completely off. So um, the first night of competitions, I tried my best, but I, there was a, when I got to a certain height, I think I ran out of time. And so I was out and I was out way earlier than I anticipated being, which was just devastating. And I distinctly remember they had the ca- the camera on me. So I'm just looking at my own face on like the jumbotron trying not to break into tears um, because I was so disappointed. Um, but fortunately I, um, I mean, I was, I still qualified for the B final. So I competed, I think maybe the next day or a day after um, and finished second um, there. So I think maybe it was like 10th overall. So it was disappointing, but it was a good learning experience um, overall. And then I was, some, I somehow became the women's team captain. I really don't know how that happened, honestly. <laughs> there was like a, there was a vote, and they voted for me. They really didn't know me, but you know, I was like, "Thank you, I guess." <laughs> um, so it was 
I had, I guess, some weird responsibility as well. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good learning experience. Yeah, sounds like you have a good perspective on what a culture shock situation that would have been. Do you remember some of yeah. the countries that had the best high jumpers that produced the best athletes? Yeah, Ukraine was really stellar in their um, like high jump specifically that, that I remember. Um, they they were jumping really well. Um, I want to say uh, maybe I'm trying to remember maybe Sweden as well. A lot of those European countries are, they're always at the top when it comes to high jump usually. So that wasn't very surprising yeah, to so, see. Yeah. So a great experience with you and it also just, you know, bolstered your competitive spirit. So, you know, that yeah. Wednesday night dual meet against Southwood uh, doesn't seem as stressful when you're worried about competing against <laughs> the Swedes in the state, in the country of China. Right. So you, uh, yes, going yeah, going back, I was like, maybe this isn't so bad. Maybe I, I think I got this. I yeah. think I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, and you had a great senior year. You also, uh, you know, a lot of a lot was expected out of you as a senior, not only in the high jump, but also in the 400 meters, and then in the mm -hmm. 1600 meter relay. So before we talked about before we talk about your senior year high jump, talk about your experience as a senior in the 400 meter, and then also in the 1600 meter relay where in the 400 you went to states and uh, you set the school record with a time of 58.94 and then your 1600 meter relay team along with danielle mm -hmm. thompson lane smith and christine harper also set the school yeah. record at a time of four minutes 0.02 so talk about yeah. being in those two events as well um, well, contrary to the numbers and the record, I did not like the 400. Never did. Um, it was my least favorite thing to do. I, When they first started put, putting me in it, I think in maybe middle school, I fought it real hard. I was like, I, it's too long. It hurts. I don't want to do it. <laughs> um, and But they're like, but you're good at it. And I was like, well, I do like winning, but I don't know if I want to do it all the time. Um, but it just became my running event. So. Um, yeah, it, it, it definitely training for that, you know, it puts you in such great shape because it's, it is a sprint of course. And, um, even though I really didn't like the 400, I, I would get way more nervous running than I did jumping ever. And so, I mean, like my stomach would just be in knots before any race, even if I had the fastest time by like 20 seconds, didn't matter. I was just like a nervous wreck. Um, but overall, you know, I was, it was, it was good for me, I think. But the four by four was my favorite, definitely. If I had to pick the opener, the four by four, um, it, there's just something about having teammates running with you where it's not, and not everything's on you that just makes it a little less stressful. And I just love those girls. We had the best time competing together. We were such a, um, a close group, which made it really easy to, to work together, um, and we got to go to a couple, couple of like extra uh, meets that had some like higher caliber competition. And so they were, they're just such good supporters. Um, and I really, really enjoyed um, getting to do that. So getting, having the record with them was just like the icing on the cake for us. Yeah. And it's fun that you were able to do a team event in addition to your individual event in the high jump. Mm -hmm. And it showed what a well-rounded track athlete you were. You ended up the all-time leader in Oak Hill Girls track and field points with 630.75. Mm -hmm. 
and you were yeah you're number one (laughs) and then also you were uh you're all conference 11 times in different events throughout your four years but let's talk about the second state championship that you won your senior year um i will say i do think i was pretty consistent from the start um and i think that's that's that was always a strength of mine of like jumping pretty much around the same height every meet um, you know, made dip here and there. Um, but I think that was, um, definitely one of my strong suits, but the way that I was trained, it was definitely to peak for those specific competitions. You kind of like tailor back or taper off a little bit, um, before getting to those meets so that I was, you know, really fresh and ready to go. Um, but yeah. So going into the state championship meet your senior year, you're coming off a summer where you had highly competitive environment in China, a lot of stress, competitive stress that really just bolstered your competitive spirit. So what kind of confidence did you have going into your senior year state championship meet? Um, I definitely had some more confidence, definitely had the nerves um, because I didn't want to get second again. You know, I was like, I need to you know, reclaim my title and things like that. And so I was excited and I felt like I, um, it was going to go well. Definitely. I was definitely nervous. Um, I decided not to do the 400, um, during state because I knew I like my time was, was good, I guess, but I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm going to place necessarily compared to everyone else who runs the 400, um, at that meet. So I decided not to do that. But, um, I, I did, I did feel, I did feel pretty good and it was good competition as well. If I remember right. Um, I think there was a lot, it was a very exciting, exciting meet. There was a lot of good, um, jumpers that day. So talk to me about that final jump where you've realized now you've won two state championships. What did that feel like? Oh, I was so relieved. <laughs> I was so, uh, so happy. I was really grateful. Um, and I think it was, it was such a nice way to end my high school career in general. I mean, you can't really get any better than that, but I do remember relief was just the biggest feeling I had. Yeah. And I also want to highlight so much attention goes to the outdoor track and field season, uh, the prestige, the banners, but you were also a two-time indoor state champion in the high jump in high school. So talk to me about Mm -hmm. the indoor state championship meets you won. Those were always really fun. Um, I jumping. I always really loved jumping indoor because you know you didn't have to deal with any other random elements like of weather, like um, different kinds of uh, of like the runway. Like you knew what you were getting for the most part. Um, but I think I can't even remember which years that those were. Um, but I I always loved indoor. It was one of my favorites. Um, it was exciting. I don't think I expected to do, like, fantastic. I, I mean, I was always competing with myself more than anything. Um, but, yeah, it was it was really nice. I felt really accomplished, especially when it's because it's earlier in the season. Um, it always just kind of gave me a good gauge, I think, of where I wanted to go and try to be by outdoor. Yeah, by the outdoor season, you were – so accomplished, winning state two times, finishing second your junior year and seventh as a freshman. And then you capped your high school career off by being named Miss Indiana Track and Field. Talk to me about that experience. I truly did not see that coming whatsoever. Um, (laughs) 
when I think it was the Midwest Media Champions when they gave me that. Um, and it was so funny because I, you know, we're all sitting down at our little banquet and they're reading these things off and awarding everybody their plaques and things like that. And um, they were reading this one and I did not think at all that I was in like a, a runner for this. Um, and so they start reading off the accomplishments and then all of a sudden they start sounding really familiar. And I was like, <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> they say my name and I'm just like, what? I was so shocked and I just didn't expect it at all, really. So it was a nice surprise. I was very, very grateful for that. Well, what a great accomplishment great for the school to have another Miss Indiana uh, joining Courtney Moses Thelks, who's named <laughs> Miss Indiana Basketball. Now we've had yes. two Miss Indianas, which is fantastic. So that put an end on your Oak Hill career. Talk about Coach Brunner and the culture and the track program that you were such a vital part of. Love Coach Brunner. He's the best. You know, we're um, still very close. And um, he actually came to watch me at Purdue a couple of times, which was he and the whole family. They were, they're just so great. Um, yeah, it was funny because he didn't really, he admitted he was like, I don't really know much about coaching the high jump. So he'd asked my mom, you know, to come on. Um, and he was big support. He was like, do whatever you need to do. He's like, I, I don't know what it is you need to do, but go ahead and do it. And so I think he definitely learned a lot, um, while I was there and just kind of watching us, what we would do. And he would fill in when, when he needed to. Um, but he kind of gave us free reign to kind of do whatever we needed. And then, you know, he usually get me more for, um, for running. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good experience. You know, I, I always wanted to make him proud. Of course, I always wanted to do my best and he was just really great at being, um, a great, you know, great coach, great support. And I just felt like, you know, he really had my back. So that was always really nice. Yeah. That's great to hear. And you were getting a lot of attention during this time as well. You again, one state as a sophomore. So the recruitment, the recruiting letters, uh, had to be coming in quite frequently. You're competing, uh, nationally and internationally while you're in high school. So talk to me about the recruiting process. Who are some of the the schools that you were considering near the end before you ultimately chose to go to Purdue? Um, yeah, it was, it was an overwhelming uh, experience. It was exciting and fun, but definitely overwhelming. You know, I'm, I was 17, you know, you have to make this huge decision. Um, but my, my top three were, um, obviously Purdue and then Auburn and UCLA. Um, so very different places, um, very different atmospheres at all of them. Um, and I, I did take my visits to UCLA and Auburn. Um, one of the, and one of the things that I, I think was a determining fact for me was I think my mom, she told me to kind of ask myself this question whenever I'd visit somewhere, um, and that's like, if you have a career ending injury, would you still want to go to the school? Um, and you like, without being an athlete, like you couldn't compete, would you still want to go there? And so I think that was one of the most helpful things, um, that I could ask myself when I was on visits, because there were some schools that were fantastic. Like, I mean, just amazing. Um, like the, my Auburn visit, that was my second choice really. And I loved, it, it was great. And the perks, that you would get being an athlete were just it, absolutely insane. Um, but I was like, I don't know if I'd go here if I wasn't an athlete, though, because mm. it was just, 
there was so much given to you, which was great, but there was so much stuff. And I was like, I don't know if, I don't know if I I necessarily need all that. I mean, I like nice things, of course, you know, every now and then. Um, But it almost seemed like too much, you know, and SEC is just outrageous with athletics in general. Um, And then UCLA, I really thought that's where I was going to go since I was like 14 because I went on a visit with my brother when I was um, like in eighth grade or a freshman or something. And I was like so 100% sold on that. And then when it came down to it, you know, he came to my house. So I went out for my visit. I realized I'm like, this is, this isn't for me. This is actually not where I see myself, um, which was kind of surprising, but yeah, Purdue was, um, somehow, which it seems so random compared to the other two on my list. Um, but I really connected with the, the head coach when they came uh, to my house and, I actually thought I would be fine going anywhere in the country, but it turns out my my family and I are really close, and I was like, I actually would love if they actually got to come to my meets and I could maybe see them more than once or twice a year. Um, so all of that kind of encompassed why I, I picked Purdue, and I loved the campus, and it was great. So yeah, you're you're an interesting spot where you could have you probably could have chose wherever you wanted to go. You had that ability. So as you were looking at the landscape of high jump. Uh, female high jump in college level. For those of us that don't know, what conferences typically excel in women's track and field? Um, I would say SEC is always at the top of most things, honestly. Um, <laughs> um, so, and that really was no different for for track and field as well. Um, although I would say the Big Ten was also very competitive. Um, and I think, especially when you when you compare like the different D1 schools, there's a lot that has to do with just resources or weather and things like that. It, you know, everyone has to contend with different things. Um, but yeah, there was always like LSU and Arkansas, um, Georgia, they were always some really big hitters and, um, and high jump and also Minnesota, they had some pretty good people as well. So I was kind of a random one, but yeah. <laughs> So you you head to West Lafayette as a freshman in 2016. What were some of the expectations on you early on? Because you knew your ability. You know, you know what height you could clear. Mm -hmm. You set the school record. um, So you could see across the college landscape where that number would have matched up. Your final, I think your best jump in high school was 5'11 and three quarter inches. And that set the school record. Mm -hmm. So freshman year, what expectations did you have? Um, I remember... uh, I wanted, I knew they had that like freshman of the year award and I, I wanted to get that mainly because I saw a teammate of mine, a former teammate from Purdue, um, Simone Black, she had gotten that award and she was only a year ahead of me and she got as a freshman and I was like, I think I could do that. You know, I didn't tell anybody that I didn't say that to anyone, kept that to myself. Um, but, um, that was probably the main goal that I had for myself. I didn't necessarily plan on like winning any championships at that point. But, um, yeah, that was kind of like my main goal. Well, I know you didn't plan on winning championships, but you did. (laughs) And so for those of you that don't know, in track and field, there's two seasons, both highly competitive in college. You have the indoor season and then the outdoor. Here's some of your accomplishments, your freshman year. You were second team all American after clearing five ten at the NCAA outdoor championships. You were the Big Ten champion in the indoor high jump after clearing 5'11 and a quarter. 
you were voted the Big Ten Freshman of the Year for the indoor track season. You were the Big Ten runner-up for the outdoor high jump, jumping 5'11 and a half, and you won five events during your freshman year. So recap us through some of those memories of your freshman year at Purdue. Oh, it was it was exciting. Um, it was really exciting. Um, I they, I think I had some lofty goals for myself that I again just kept to myself, didn't tell anyone, um, just in case it didn't happen. <laughs> um, but I think um, it was just it was really fun. It was it was hard, definitely. You know, there was a big switch from high school workouts to these college workouts that we were doing. I really I think after my first college practice site was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I think I'm going to quit. This is horrible. <laughs> this is the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, and, but overall it was, it was, it was fun. There were different, you know, challenges as you always have, um, just in college athletics. Um, but yeah, overall I was really happy with my accomplishments and I think it gave me good confidence moving forward and going into the next year and the year after that. So, um, yeah, it was a really good confidence booster for me. Well, going into that sophomore year, then in 2017, some of the accomplishments you had that year, you were second team all American in the high jump after finishing 11th at the NCAA indoor championship. You were all honorable, honorable <laughs> mention all American for the outdoor championship after finishing 18th in the high jump. You were the big 10 champion in the indoor high jump after clearing five eleven and a half. You're the Big Ten runner-up for the outdoor high jump after clearing 5'11 and a quarter, and you won eight events for the year. Anything stand out to you from your sophomore year at Purdue? Um, I think my, so- my sophomore year is, is where I PR'd and got my uh, – I finally broke that, like, six-foot barrier, um, which was really, really exciting for me. Um. And that was, I also didn't expect that to happen that day. And I, I feel like most people don't expect PRs, but, um, yeah, that is really good memory for me that I have, um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's probably my favorite, my favorite memory of that one. It's hard when you win so much, it's hard to pick out the one or two <laughs> or the best. Uh, I mean, it even into your, look- your junior year, 2018, you know, your honorable mention all American again. Uh, so that's three straight years as an All-American. You won the Big Ten Championship in the outdoor high jump. You won multiple events again that year. So just continued success. So talk about, you know, as your junior, senior year, you might be dealing with some injuries. You're you're getting more advanced in your academics. How was your mindset? How were you growing as an athlete and as a student during those years? Yeah, um, my junior year, I had some cartilage damage in my left knee. I was pretty bad. So, um, and so my physical therapist was like, yeah, you can't compete indoor. You're going to tear your meniscus. Like there's no way. Um, and you know, it is college athletics is, it's tough. There's a lot of different things going on, a lot of different factors. And unfortunately my, our event coach was, mm, he, it, his, some of his, his workouts were a bit much and there was a, there was some overtraining going on, which led to, um, the injury. Um, and a lot of us were injured actually, um, a lot of the time, I think, um, just because there was, there was, it was just a little too much 
and it was just kind of over, they were overdoing it. And um, so I set out, I retroded my indoor, I believe, is that correct? Yeah, my indoor, and I had to rehab for about nine months. Um, but then, yeah, it was good to go by my outdoor season, um, thankfully. Um, trying like all these things are blurring together. Um, <laughs> what, was your, what was your mental state like when you were re- rehabbing? Um, it was, it wasn't fantastic. Um, you know, I had, honestly, I was dealing with a, a couple different things. Um, you know, honestly, I think my, my freshman year, I would say, yeah, probably my freshman year and like most of college, I actually, um, struggled with an eating disorder. And so that, especially when I was rehabbing was really difficult as well. And I think it's just something that people don't really talk about because it's just, it's hard to kind of grasp, especially if you haven't, you know, seen it or dealt with it a whole lot. Um, but it happens all the time. There's so many athletes, especially at that level that have, you know, issues like that. And there, and you know, it's not always just on athletics. There's lots of different things, obviously that can, um, kind of make that happen, but it was, I definitely had to kind of focus on mental health as well while I was going through all those things. Cause my senior year was, you know, kind of the same thing. I had actually an ankle injury my senior year, um, right before indoor big tens, um, or no, oh my gosh, they're all mixed up. I'm like, what big 10 meet was that? I think that was, there was, there was an indoor big 10 meet. I think it was, yeah, no, my senior year, um, I sprained it real bad, um, like two weeks before. And so I had to do a lot of rehab before that too. So that was tough because, you know, I just felt like I didn't want to let people down and I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. And I think, you know, junior, senior year, there was some shaky confidence a little bit in just my abilities in general. Um, you know, I felt like I was kind of falling behind a little bit and I, was just kind of annoyed that these like nagging injuries that, that were happening. And, um, so I was, I was a bit overwhelmed. I was anxious. Um, there were times where I felt, you know, kind of depressed and just like things that were going on. And so, um, therapy, you know, anybody listening, it's a great thing. Definitely invest in that. I think it's a hundred percent worth it. Um, it's, it's really, it's so important that like your physical body and your mental state are both healthy they're both equally as important. So I honestly cannot stress that enough. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're a two-time Indiana high school state champion, a three-time All-American at Purdue. The expectations were so high. The pressure going into your senior year must have been just so intense. So what were some other things that you did besides therapy to get your mental state of mind uh, well and to have your spiritual side well as well? Yeah, my, the spiritual side was, which was a really big part too. I found a great, um, like Bible study group that actually, it was the Purdue swim coach or swimming and diving, his wife, um, who was an Olympic diver as well. Um, she had this women, uh, like student athlete Bible study and that was like a godsend, um, so I, my roommate and I, who's also my teammate, we started going to that and it was just amazing. It was such a great supportive group of women, um, that just like, we just helped us stay grounded and like understand like what was really important and, um, you know, understanding that, you know, God has given us these gifts. And so 
it's it there there can be a lot of challenges but like at the end of the day you're doing it for him not necessarily for your coaches not for your teammates not for anyone else and so I think that really just helped everybody keep things in perspective which was really really fantastic um yeah and then yeah my therapist was really great really supportive um my we actually got a different event or high jump coach or jumps coach my senior year um the other one was asked to leave and that's a whole other story it was a good choice um but the new coach we got was incredible so supportive great coach um he knew what my what I had going on and was just like such a great like backbone of support for me um and really um had my back when I you know like there were certain competitions I just like really couldn't compete um and needed to take some time off and so that was really helpful as well so just having a support system and like the dietitian and my coaches you know they knew what was going on so uh, it was great. It was really nice to have that support. Yeah, that's great to hear. You had so much good support inside the athletic arena, but then also just from Purdue in general with the support staff. What was the academic experience like at Purdue? Um, I really enjoyed um, the academic side. I mean, it was definitely challenging at times for certain classes. Um, but overall, uh, my major was early childhood education and exceptional needs. Um, and I would planned to kind of go towards OT earlier on, but, um, I really enjoyed my classes. I loved my professors. Um, it was that, that's something that I'm glad in spite of all these other challenges, I didn't ever feel like I wanted to transfer or go to a different school. I really, truly enjoyed, um, the academic process. And, um, thankfully student athletes, they gave us a lot of academic support, which was great. If we needed a tutor, they could get us, uh, get us that, they were really helpful in helping us really understand the material. Um, so yeah, I felt very supported academically. So you graduate and you earn a degree from Purdue University, but you weren't Mm -hmm. done at that point. You knew you had to get (laughs) your graduate degree. So talk to me about your experience, your thought process, the reasoning why you decided to continue your college athletic career at Indiana Wesleyan. Yeah, so I honestly, I kind of went a little back and forth on whether I wanted to do that or not. And uh, ultimately, I, I obviously decided that I would I would do it. And it's funny because the um, the people in my with graduate degree, some of my professors, um, and then the track coach at IWU, they were like, she can't do both. It's far too rigorous. Like, no one's done that before. Like, that's not a thing. You don't do that. <laughs> That's all you needed to hear. (laughs) Right. I was like, oh, well, just hang on a second. I'll show you. But um, I think um, it was honestly a good, a good motivator. I think I was like, well, honestly, it really helped because um, Coach Schneider, the track coach, he was really great because, you know, he was like, you can practice whenever you need to practice. Um, And so because, you know, I was in class a lot longer than the, the other students were. I was kind of doing my own thing um, for the most part. Um, but I just loved my experience there. It was really great. I had some um, great jumping partners. Um, we were just like the three amigos. It was such a fun time. And I felt I, just, I was having so much fun. I think that was um, the best thing. A lot of people ask me what's the biggest difference um, or what's it like compared to here in Purdue. And 
I was like, I'm having the best time ever. Like I didn't have all this pressure. I was just kind of like there to kind of just finish everything off. And it was a good break from being in the classroom all day. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was super fun and that's all I could really ask for at the end. Yeah. It was a neat experience for you to come back home, to be able to go to college and get that graduate degree and compete. And for, for those of you that don't know, for reference, you know, Janae's parents, both of them have high level positions or had high level positions at Indiana Wesleyan. Your brother won a national championship and high jump there. So really special for you to be able to wear the IW Wildcats uniform. Yeah, definitely. I did not think that I was going to go there. I definitely didn't. It was not even really on my list because I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think so. But I, that's where I ended up and it was perfect. I'm really glad that that's the way it worked out. Yeah. And you said you enjoy being able to go out and uh, jump and compete outside of the rigorous classroom experience you had. And for some people, they work out or do something uh, they enjoy to get a break from the classes, you just go ahead and win a national championship in your spare time. <laughs> so talk to me about the uh, NAIA national championship that you won. Um, it was, it was fun. It was, you know, it was in Alabama Gulf Shores. Never been there. It was gorgeous. Um, not that I got to go out on the beach very often cause they're like stay out of the sun. So, and I'm obedient, so I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was it was a really great time. The team was a, such a great atmosphere. They were all really supportive, um, and I I remember my I was having a lot of issues. Like I was still having some knee issues and stuff. And honestly, Scott, the trainer, was like literally just like taping my legs together before <laughs> the meet because I I think I was like I think I've reached my limit at this point. I think my knees have reached their limit. I was like, I don't know how much more they can take because for a second, you know, before I started grad school, I didn't know if I wanted to, you know, go that professional route. And then eventually I was like, I don't think so. I think I'd, I'd rather just be an OT. I think that'd be great for me. Um, so I hung up those spikes, but it was exciting. It was fun. It was, I, I still did feel some pressure because there still obviously was this expectation of like, me coming from Purdue and like having all these, you know, accolades or whatever. Um, so I definitely didn't want to like come up short necessarily. I definitely didn't jump as well as I had normally did like at Purdue, but, um, it was still, you know, good enough to do well at the meets and, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was the, that national day was a really, a really fun day. And I got a lot of support from my professors as well. So they, you know, sent out an email and, you know, everyone was saying congratulations. And some of my classmates didn't even know that I was competing. So when they blasted that, they were just like, what? You do, <laughs> like, you're <laughs> tracking me? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just, you know, on the side a little bit. Yeah. Well, you, well, you guys watch TV. I'm out here jumping nearly six foot. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, very cool. Well, that's a great book into your athletic career. Two state championships, three-time All-American at the D1 level, and then the national championship at the NAI level. So you hung the cleats up for the final time. What was that like? Um, it felt like the right time. It felt very appropriate. I, at that point, I was ready to be done and kind of, because at that point, it'd be I'd, like half my life I've been doing high jump. And that's kind of like, almost like what I was known for. So I was excited to kind of start the next chapter and it that not be like the main thing that people know about me. Um, and I mean, I'm very grateful for it, definitely. But 
I felt like I was able to just kind of like move on and I was excited about that, especially, you know, getting into my, um, my going towards my career goals and things like that. So it was, it was a great, it was a great time to be done. And I'm so happy that I decided to go one more season and yeah, it was really great. So you've moved on to your career at this point. So give us an update where you're at professionally. Um, so I graduated my doctorate in occupational therapy at IWU and I just started a new job. Um, I'm down in Indianapolis and I'm working at NDI, which is the Neurodiagnostic Institute. It is a state psychiatric hospital. And so I do a lot of like mental health based OT. Um, and I work with adolescents 12 to 18 and then adults as well. Well, very good. What about any kind of community involvement, church involvement? Yeah, so I go to Heartland Church in Fishers. Um, been going there for I think probably like two years. We actually did start driving from Marion um, back when I was in school. Um, love it. It's a great community. Um, you know, I I like I try to get involved in the children's church um, and things like that. I, you know, I love kids. Pediatrics um, and OT is that's kind of like my my favorite. Uh, demographic but yeah it's I love the area down here um and I'm just excited to kind of be doing something different and really be on my own and um paving my own path I guess in this OT world that because none of my none of my family's in healthcare really um my immediate family so this is very different well very cool it's exciting yeah I bet so Janae Moffitt state champion Big Ten first team or Big Ten All American, NAI national champion. Covered all the credentials that you got there. <laughs> I think you got them. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. It was great.